Hello, hello. Welcome back, wonderful moms. So hope you guys are having a wonderful week. I know that it is really cold here in Chicago. So welcome back to the podcast. Lots of good things happening this week. So um, pretty sure I have mentioned this on other podcasts that I am a CT technologist. So it is Rad Tech Week this week, where we are celebrating radiologic technologists in radiology. So big week for us as we elevate our profession and just do all the rad tech things. So I have just gotten off of an awesome collaboration podcast with wonderful mom, Taylor. Oh, such a good episode just to talk about all the mom things and empowerment and just doing motherhood your way. If you haven't listened to her podcast, I will drop a link in the show notes so you guys can check that out. She's got a wonderful podcast, empowering moms to do motherhood her own way. She is a doula. She does virtual prenatal coaching. So if any of you moms listening need that special type of support, extra support, make sure you check Taylor out. Okay. Wonderful episode. So it will be probably coming, be coming out in a couple months. So I will let you know when that episode will drop. Good, good stuff. Lots of good nuggets, especially in that episode. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk about a topic that may be a little bit tabooish. Maybe we don't talk about it enough. And maybe it's just something that you've never heard of. So toxic wellness. I know that you're like, Karina, what does that even mean? So toxic wellness And it's something that is a term that I kind of put together because I experienced this when I was in the process of divorce and navigating my special needs children. So what I mean by toxic wellness is that there are just certain toxic behaviors that you may not know is toxic that are just unhealthy and you continue to engage in those unhealthy patterns, those toxic patterns thinking that it's a healthy way to operate as far as taking care of your children, getting over divorce, getting over a significant other, whatever season of your life you are in. So let me give you some examples when I talk about unhealthy patterns, maybe some toxic behaviors when you're in this cycle of toxic wellness. So let's say, for example, you're doing things for your ex still like if you guys were still married, where you are still folding his laundry, you are um, picking up his household, you are picking up his mail, all the things that if you were still married to him, that you would still be doing, thinking that there was a possibility of getting back with him. Doing things as far as, oh, well, You can come and give me your opinion about this person that I'm dating. Or when we talk about some toxic behaviors is trying to navigate, okay, and making the children a pawn per se, okay? So saying, well, 
since you didn't go to this doctor's appointment, you didn't talk to this specialist, you didn't talk to this therapist, then you're not entitled to see the children. You're not entitled to go to the next therapy appointment. You cannot engage in whatever IEP meeting we're doing with the kids. So you see how that kind of resonates with toxic behaviors and, or, or another one that I think is an one that's just really big on my list is social media, because we know that social media really dominates a lot of parts of our life, right? And especially when we have special needs kids, we tend to be a little bit more careful as far as putting that part of our life out there, that part of who we are, because sometimes as special needs moms, you know, inclusion is something that we look for when it comes to our kids. And it is something that we want because all children should be included together, right? So social media, as far as making the ex jealous, your ex-husband, ex-significant other that you have children with, that you are doing the special needs parenting with, you know, posting just not so great things on social media. Now, I'm not saying that you can't post your children and post their wins, their successes when you're having challenges, things like that, because no social media post is always the same. And you're an adult and you can choose to post what you like. However, I don't think it's a very healthy pattern to tear down your ex, to make suggestive comments on how their parenting is and just building that resentment and that anger towards your ex, whether they did you wrong, they cheated, they weren't there for the kids, they weren't there when you got the diagnosis. Listen, all those feelings are very valid and it is okay to have all those feelings. But what we have to remember at the end of the day, when it comes to our kids, that it's about them. It's not about your ex and anything with the divorce. You know, you left the relationship. It has nothing to do with that. What should be focused on is making sure you get into a place of wellness, of healing, of feeling good, because that spills over into your special needs child. Now, another thing that comes with social media is, yeah, we tend to get upset when we see the significant other flaunting new partners, new spouses, new lovers, whatever it is in this season of their life, right? So we tend to really have that jealousy and just remain in that unhealthy balance where it's like, well, this is messed up and withholding the children, causing arguments and just fueling this resentment and anger when really there's no need. Listen, if your ex wants to go ahead and display on social media, on TikTok, you know, because we have all forms of social media, you know, you see them out you know, at a party or at a bar, at a restaurant, whatever the case. It is okay to have those feelings of jealousy, resentment, anger. 
but uh, we also have to know as moms, we have to process those feelings. They're very valid. Don't get me wrong. I know personally myself that after I got divorced from my ex-husband, the father of my kids, there was a lot of jealousy and anger and resentment because he moved on to another relationship, even though we were married for such a long period of time. But it seemed like it was easy for him to just move on. And it was easy for him not to engage with what was going on with our children, with their special needs, with the doctor's appointments and the IEP meetings, and just all the things that are required when you have a special needs kid. So there's a lot of anger and resentment that gets fueled in there. And you start to just hammer at them. And that just toxic, unhealthy, just dynamics seems to happen, right? I think a lot of times we do this because we want to numb the pain. We want to be heard. We are dealing with these challenges with these children that require a lot of support, a lot of needs, a lot of resources, help, and a lot of doctor's visits, to be quite honest. And we have to find a way to numb the pain and to battle the depression, to battle the anxiety. So we get ourselves involved in this toxic wellness where we spin into the cycle of, let me just get mad at him because he has a new girlfriend. He has a new wife. He has a new this. And we get into those patterns where it's very unhealthy. It spills over into your children. And then you cannot be present for them when there's therapy appointments, when, you know, there's doctor visits, you're trying to advocate for their health care, you're trying to advocate for services, you are just spinning in this just mind fuck and letting them go ahead and get the best of you, right? So I have to tell you that you can't involve yourself in those healthy, unhealthy patterns. We do a lot of that because we're hurt, we're depressed, we feel shameful, we feel embarrassed, we feel like we didn't do enough to save the marriage, save the relationship. We just feel like we fucking failed, not only in our relationship, marriage, but our children. And I can tell you that's not the case. A lot of it is going through the grief process of that divorce. You're grieving that divorce. You're grieving that relationship. And then you just engage in these unhealthy patterns. And it's not just special needs moms that go through this. Moms all across the country go through this, especially when you experience such a traumatic event like divorce or there's a breakup of a relationship. You go through these toxic wellness per se, and you engage in toxic behaviors to try to get back at them, to say, oh, look, I'm a better parent than you because I'm taking care of business here while you're off flaunting your new girlfriend or your spouse. And there's a lot of pain, resentment, hurt that is just there that at times we put on the back burner because we're dealing with our kids and we're dealing with all the challenges that they have. So it's like, no, we have to like lock down those feelings. But then when you see them 
with somebody else, you see that, oh, well, I'm doing this for him thinking that, oh, we can repair everything and, you know, be a family for our kids. And then it doesn't work. Then you are angry and resentful, right? So what I want you to take away from this episode is don't engage in these toxic behaviors, these unhealthy patterns in this toxic wellness, because you think that, oh, I'm going to continue these unhealthy patterns because I'm trying to get back at him. He needs the karma. He fucked up. He's a shitty ass dad. He didn't go to this therapy appointment. No, because that doesn't make you well. It just makes you bitter and cold. And as moms, we don't want to have this bitterness, this cold dynamic because it spills onto your children. And I think sometimes what we do is we tend to forget that our emotions, our state of mind, how we feel does spill over into our children. They do feel that even though they may, may be verbal, they may not be verbal. They may not be able to communicate Children feel exactly all the emotions that you have. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten angry at their father because of something he didn't do. And they feel it immediately because they know mommy is angry. Mommy is just overstimulated. She is just over the top and she cannot regulate her nervous system. And they pick up on that and that makes them overstimulated, overregulated. And it's really hard to really put them in, in that calm space, right? So what I would give you as some tips is it's okay to be angry at your ex. It's okay to be angry at the father of your child. It's okay. We all go through that. And it's okay to be mad at him. It's okay to be pissed off because they're going to do things that you will not agree with. They're going to do things that will piss you off and will make you think that they are the worst person in the world. But all that is okay. And I'm going to tell you why it's okay, because you get to decide how you manage your feelings, how you get to self-regulate, how you get to put yourself in a calm space. We cannot control what they do. You are the only person that can go ahead and say, you know, I'm just not going to engage. You want to flaunt your girlfriend? That's fine. Because at the end of the day, our kids need us. We have to navigate appointments, resources, help, you know, medical supplies, the whole nine yards when it comes to being a special needs parent. And navigating through this toxic wellness, you have a better shot at making sure that you provide a better life for your kids, whether the other parent chooses to be a part of it or not, you get to decide how you get to parent in your household and what healthy patterns you put in place, including routines that are going to help your children thrive. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? So toxic wellness We continue to do these unhealthy behaviors that keeps us in this really unhealthy space that you think, oh, well, I'm I'm okay, I'm well, and you're really not. So just some things to kind of think about 
as I was thinking about doing this episode while I was thinking about all the things that I was going through when I was going through a divorce. And I engaged in a lot of toxic wellness per se, that were very unhealthy behaviors, thinking that if I could just change this pattern of myself or do what he asked me to do, he might come back and want his family. But what I came to learn was, is that, no, I don't want to change me unless there's something about me that I want to change. And if he really wanted his family, he would have done everything and anything to try to get his family. Eventually, it just didn't end up working out. And that's okay. And you know what? I have accepted that. I have moved on and I have grown and healed from that divorce and all those traumatic events that happened during my marriage. So it's always a good thing to fill your cup. Okay. I always talk about this because self-care is a non-negotiable mamas. So make sure that you engage in healthy patterns, that self-care, that self-love, all the things as a mom, because your children will thrive when they see you happy, they see you present, and you're just there for them, right? So that is going to conclude this week's episode. So make sure you check out the show notes, check out um, the podcast that I shared with in the beginning of this episode with my good friend, mom friend, Taylor. She has an awesome podcast, the driver's seat mom. So I will have a link to her podcast in the show notes. Since we're talking about self-care and pouring back into yourself, I do have a three-part masterclass that I have available now. I will link that in the show notes as well. Comes with an awesome workbook. It's a private podcast and videos that you can get some takeaways for how to manage your self-care and level it up 2.0 style, right? I also have a new coaching program that I am dropping at the end of the month. This is for medically empowered moms. If you are interested in getting extra support, additional support, just help navigating these challenges with your child's diagnosis, and just getting coached on how to find the right resources, how to ask the right questions, how to advocate for your child. I will link that in the show notes as well. So you can get more information on my program. It's going to be great. Have a good, just awesome support of other special needs moms that will be there to hold your hand, guide you and just love and support you. So Hope you guys have an awesome, awesome week. I know it's Veterans Day this week, so shout out to all the veterans. Thank you so much for your service and everything you do. So thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you guys have an awesome, awesome week, awesome weekend, and we will chat next week.